Welcome. So good to be with you on this Wednesday as we get together for a little midweek Bible study and devotional time. And I'm so glad that you've taken the time to uh, do just that with us today. And it's always good to get together and be uh, kind of refreshed and re-motivated and uh, hopefully have some uh, some oomph for the rest of the week. And so I'm glad that you're you're here with us today. Well, we are continuing in a series of lessons that we've been in over the last one, really several months, where we're walking through Jesus's words in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapters five through seven. And this week we're going to look at a passage that we actually skipped over last week. We looked at um, chapter six, verses one through six, and then we skip forward to chapter or staying in chapter six, but skip forward to verses sixteen through eighteen, and we kind of left off those verses in the middle. Uh, and I did that for, for a reason because 16 and 18 really go uh, much better with uh, those earlier verses. And Jesus kind of takes a, an aside here in these verses that we're going to look at this, uh, the, the, today um, to talk about uh, prayer in, in particular. And so uh, it's a beautiful passage of Scripture, which is why we're going to come back to it. Very well-known passage of Scripture as well. But it's also a very important passage of Scripture uh, that I think Jesus is trying to convey a message to us. So let's listen to Jesus' words. Matthew chapter 6, verses 7 through 13. Here's what he says, and when you pray, do not keep on babbling like the pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Don't be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. This then is how you should pray, and what follows is what we often call the Lord's Prayer. Jesus says, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. And forgive us of our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Well, this past Sunday, we spent some time, uh, as we looked at this passage, talking about prayer in in, in general and some things that I think Jesus tells us about uh, prayer in this passage. And I encourage you to go back and listen to that message. It's on our YouTube channel. Um, And and get a, a wider context for what Jesus is talking about here if you weren't with us on Sunday. But we also spent some time in particular and specifically talking about this particular prayer, what we often call, as I said, the Lord's Prayer. And we centered in on what I think is the centerpiece of the prayer. And we find it in uh, verse 10 where Jesus says these words, Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I just wanted to spend a few moments talking a little more about that idea today. You know, our world is deeply broken. We all know it's broken. The headlines, the news channels, the online notifications that we get on our phones and our mobile devices remind us that our world is broken and a myriad of other things that are visual reminders that we live in a broken and fallen world. Natural disasters, product shortages, mass shootings, homelessness, violence against our children, violence in general, political chaos and division. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. And rather than looking for answers, the reaction of many in our world and crew us as Christians at times is vitriol and blame and solutions that somebody else has to pay for or work for uh, or create on, 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 on there. It's not our problem. It's somebody else's problem. And, and while we certainly see glimpses of, of our universe and our world's just awe-inspiring beauty and, and variety and magnificence, we see those things. And yet we're also very real witnesses to the brokenness of our world. Almost without warning, the calm beauty of our world erupts and then devolves into chaos and destruction, even in the midst of those times where we see its beauty. You know, when God, what God created in the very beginning to be good and declared it very good has been undone by evil and sin. 
trending toward the chaos over which the, the Spirit of God hovered before creation. And the Spirit now groans over the world that is subject to decay, as Paul talks about, and destruction and, and death. He talks about that in Romans chapter 8. The beauty and the order and the specificity of, of the Creator are all now broken and subject to decay. And humanity's, humanity's dismantling of God's perfect creation leaves us caught in the land of in-between. We, we live in the gap, this, this widening abyss between God's perfect plan and our human reality. And so when we pray, your kingdom come, we're, we're praying for God to close the gap, to close that chasm, to make his will the loving reality that dawns in our broken world. We long for your kingdom come. And so we pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We pray for God's kingdom to come. We plead for the reality of the Beatitudes to be the values of our time and our world. We preach his words of healing and salvation and transformation and hope. Ultimately, or unfortunately, for now though, it seems the gap widens as the chasm deepens. But by praying for his kingdom to come, we, just, we, we have to do more than just beg for God to bridge the gap and bring his kingdom to reality in our world. We must also commit to doing our part to mend our fractured and fragmented world with the grace of our king. We must help our world caught in this chaotic death spiral to see the salvation and hope and healing that his kingdom brings. Not only do we pray, we certainly do that, but we also commit ourselves to displaying the values, the love, and the lifestyle of, his, uh, of this kingdom that we live in, that we devote ourselves to. And we devote ourselves to being earthly manifestations of his kingdom come until it does come in all its fullness. And so we pray and we display that for which our heart yearns. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And until the gap closes... We choose to stand in that gap to help others know a better day, a better way. We pledge to both pray and display what Jesus taught, valued, and demonstrated about living in the Father's kingdom. And we devote ourselves and our lives to demonstrating what it's like when God's will is done on earth as it is in heaven. Hope you have a blessed day. God bless.